everybody, welcome to episode 219 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film and more. I am one of your hosts, Ashia Dumont. You like a freaking uh, uh, auctioneer over there? Going so fast. I'm Paul Robinson. I'm not good enough for that. Gosh darn it. Um, Gosh, so many things have been happening. So many things are happening. Yeah. Um, We are... I don't even know where the, where the frig to start start by turning this thing around okay um so i guess well what it i don't hey <laughs> hey is your first podcast or what's up <laughs> yo um so i guess we'll start by congratulating you mm-hmm. whatever um on your entry to super rare which i mean it, that's let's just say you wouldn't have gotten without me there's truth to that <laughs> There's absolute truth to that. There isn't, but it's fun yeah. to think. You filmed my thing. You've inspired me. You've dealt with uh, being ignored. Not, no, that's years. That had nothing to uh, do with this. I'm a fucking pro at that, all right? <laughs> I know, bitch. Yeah. Um, so you being the... the uh, I, I mentioned this because it, it is film-related, being the overzealous nerd that you are. Um, the I know nothing about this other stuff. You think I would but honestly i don't care because i've been hearing about it for two years and i'm just fucking over it so the details and ins and outs of it i don't know but i guess like you want to get onto these cool like nft platforms and you like make a video where you're like oh please please oh please 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 i want to be in the club and you know everybody just like they'll just pick up their phone their cell and be like you know uh they'll do that please please and you know you get millions of those and uh, they they start to sort of all fall into the void right um and then you were like well i'm a filmmaker so i'm literally going to shoot a commercial like with a black magic not a phone we're gonna have like sound and there's yep. gonna be cinematography and color grading and there's gonna be all kinds of fun stuff yeah treat and, it like a real shoot and so that's what you did and so um if you go on our socials um, you could probably see the, vi- is it on your Instagram? Mm-hmm. Okay. So go on Paul's Instagram and you'll, you'll find it there. I don't know how to embed longer videos, but did it just let you do that? Just let me. All right. Maybe. It showed up as a reel though. So I don't know if that's in my oh, timeline. Yeah. That's in, that's in it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway, go stalk him and you'll be able to see the commercial. Um, we may, we may also throw that on our site because for, I mean, to be, realistic it is fairly cinematic so yeah. we'll probably throw it under like skits and stuff that we've done um and yeah, it's, uh, uh it's, it's cinematic because who operated the camera listen there was a, a hot minute where i had to really think about whether the red button if whether the red button was actually the the power button like i was 95 button. yeah the record button rather sorry <laughs> you see like I was 95% sure that I was like, if I hit this red button, this is going to start the gears turning, all right? They're mm-hmm. going to go, it's going to do the things, the picture is going to come up and all that. But there was this like little part of my brain that was like, what if it's not? Because there's a lot of buttons here and perhaps it's, it's inconspicuous and it's the kind of button you wouldn't think would do those things. So I needed just a, just a quick reassurance in that moment. Um, I'm not. I'm not a DP. I will never claim to be a DP. I'm not crediting myself for that ever. Um, it's hey, not you, my you, thing. You, you kept me in frame and in focus. What more do you need? <laughs> well, I mean, you know on I mean? some it's shoots, more, more than a lot of people. <laughs> 
Okay, I'll give you that on some films that we've watched. Um, I'm probably a wizard, uh, <laughs> but that isn't saying very much. Um, yeah, it's not it's not my deal. And I mean, look, the, the jingles and jangles of the buttons and stuff, that's all its own thing because I'm not a very technical person. I could, like, obviously retain that information if I really wanted to. For me, it's that I'm not sure of myself. Right. Well, so, like, I don't know that I got, for instance, let's just, we're going to put it all out there, right? Because this is the DIY of, of filmmaking. Sure. So we initially filmed on our Sony. Yes. And two things happened there. Um, a, the screens on, on the, this is a downfall. This is a massive downfall for me when it comes to, to digital cameras, okay? Mm -hmm. And, like, any kind of, like, DSLR type camera. There's there's nothing to those screens, like absolutely nothing to them. Yeah. So when you take that outside on a sunny day where there's nothing but glare, even with an umbrella perched in your ass crack, which is where I had put mine because I needed both of my hands. Mm -hmm. So I just plugged that sucker right into my pants and was like, let's hope for the best. Even with that, there's no brightness right. to the screen. So it's like, okay, I don't have glare. But it's not very bright. Right. And I am at at the ripe age of 42, which is like the perfect age for your eyes to start telling you what an asshole they think you are. And so it's like, I don't see in focus. Right. So I can't tell you. You're if... starting from an out of focus. <laughs> I'm starting <laughs> yeah, out of focus. Baseline. Yeah. So telling me to look at a tiny screen that's like what? Yeah three inches or something right. like and, i don't know and to be fair we have a bigger screen that we use for the yes. black magic but we didn't i didn't have the correct um cable that i needed to go from a micro hdmi to a regular hdmi so which i could have ordered and then you know but then we'd have to wait and i didn't want to wait because mm -hmm. i wanted to because you're a big impatient child well yeah plus i wanted to kind of like there's a whole reason for it but i wanted to do it sooner rather than later mm -hmm. yeah so i it when you were saying to me, is it in focus? It's like, sure. And even I would come behind and re yeah, like review it and up the say, shot. yeah, it looks good. Tell me to stand where you would be standing. And to you, that looked like it was in focus. Yep. So it looked like it was in focus to me. And what I kept doing was kind of going out of focus, like purposely going way out of focus on either side and yeah, being like, okay, yep. I'm meeting in the middle. This yep. must be focus. Yep. <laughs> this is focus, I mean, that's, clearly, yeah, right? I mean, that's outside of like, you know... I mean, that's how a lot of us DIYers do it, right? We just go past the focus. We go in front. All right, so it's in here somewhere. And it's then you kind of yeah. just back and forth it until you hit that point. And to me, I thought we were golden. So yeah. we filmed for several hours in the heat. Yeah. And you did the whole thing. And then we got the slow-mo parts and we were ready to go. And then the next day you started editing it, editing it. Yep. And you were like, um, fun fact, it's all out of focus. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. you son of a bitch. Yeah. And I said, but wait a minute, you looked at that too. And you were like, nope, it looked like it was in focus to me as well. Mm -hmm. uh, we're just going to have to bring out the big guns for this. And so. And the reason we didn't do that initially is because there was going to be some handheld shots and that black yeah, magic oh for God. as much as it's done for us and as much as I love it, it is a heavy camera. It's basic, like you might Even as well for me, and like, I'm pick up a computer a little... tower and strap it to your shoulder. Like yeah. it's so freaking heavy. Yeah. And and it's not just that it's heavy, it's that it's heavy in a weird way because you have all these things 
connected to it. So you have like the weight of the monitor going one way. You mm-hmm. have the weight of like the battery going another way. Yeah, It's really like, it's so uncomfortable. So, but we knew like, we, I mean, in fairness, no shade to the Sony, but like there's like a $5,000 difference between these cameras. So yeah. it but had that, a much better But image. that said, there was, you know, it was... I don't know much about the Sony workflow. I, I just shot it in like standard color profile. I didn't use like S log or any of that crazy stuff. <laughs> S log. <clears throat> um, but the what, images, amateur? images looked pretty solid for uh, a DSLR. So um, no, it does like 100%. I thought that it looked, it looked good. I wouldn't use it instead of my, we bought, we bought that camera because of the quality that you could get from it. Like it was impressive. It's an impressive. A6400, by the way. It's an impressive camera, but I mean, it's not a black, it's not going to give you what a black magic's going to give you. Yeah. Mainly um, the dynamic range. We ran into a lot of, and that was a problem that we ran yeah. into was um, a lot of uh, uh, blown out hot spots on my face. Very or blown out. The sky, that sort of thing. And then we brought out the black magic. It was noticeable. No um it the, was the difference in dynamic yeah range. like this was a this was a good this was a good experience for me uh uh as a gearhead right because i'm always like i don't know i don't that's not my thing but as someone who is not a gearhead mm-hmm. it was notice i was annoyed by the hotspots on on the sony if i'm being quite honest i mean it was like we were having to stand around and wait for clouds because it was so bad that you couldn't eat like then eventually we just had to start moving it further and further into the yard to try to get away from light because it didn't handle the light up an umbrella i was well yeah i mean and that that's that actually worked i had to stand in front of you like on my tippy toes holding an umbrella to block the sun from your face because the camera could not handle the hot spots and the heat on on that you know on that shot it was really bad um and there was like zero issues with the black magic like yeah. none i mean there was one point where i saw like maybe two zebra stripes like mm-hmm. like the slightest mm-hmm. um filming with the sony it was like it was like we were filming up a zebra's butt it was just like the whole thing <laughs> was stripes and i was like god this is how how are we going to do this it's too bright outside um so sony um like if it's overcast or I don't know how it handles nighttime. Like how does that do in the dark? Well, actually. So there you go. That is a great camera if you're seeing if you're if you're going to be filming darker scenes. But if you are in any kind of light or sunlight, it's yeah. murder. Ironically, it probably handles low light better than the Black Magic, but not the. Outside. Go figure. I mean, look. can you just get everything in one camera? Yeah. Ari. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> can you just the, sell um, sell some organs? Yeah. The um a lot of the cinema quote-unquote cinema cameras like a black magic or a red um tend to struggle a little bit with low light and um there's like a reason for it you know there's like a a technical thing for Mm. that but um uh but they've gotten better you know a lot some of the some of the reds are are better the newer black magics are a little better in low light and obviously ari you know is ari it's kind of like its own thing um but yeah yeah, so it was an it was an experience. Um, we will add the second caveat, which was that in between takes with the Sony, this is not we're not painting Sony in the best light today, and I'm yeah. sorry, but it is our job to be honest on our experience with these things. Um, and with the, before you make that point, to be fair, we don't have a lot of experience with the camera either. We no. have it, and but we haven't. This is literally the first thing we shot with it on video, so there could be. A myriad of things that we would need to do that we did that we didn't know to do to get a better thing out of it sorry go ahead 
okay, but no, no, that's not what I'm going to talk about. Like with no, that, I know, but I just wanted. To, okay, I just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see what you're doing there. I swear, I, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Um, but what I'm about to bring up, you don't need to be an experienced user for this. Is just fuckery. Um, so we were we had to get one more shot for oh, the yeah. day, and uh, we were literally, you know, you were moving things around, and you know, to not waste the battery, we shut the camera off and moved it to the side, and moving your boom mic and all your stuff, and hit that power button and no nothing literally nothing. Nothing. literally nothing so it was like ah maybe something went with and i was i was looking at the battery the whole time and it was good to go but it's like you know what these things are kind of temperamental throw another one in there let's see what's going on nothing let's shut everything off and turn it back on yeah. nothing let's go get an external cable and actually plug it in nothing the camera literally would not yeah. turn on holding I'd the shutter down for 30 we seconds. tried yeah oh if you go on sony's site they give you you know the wizardry tricks you were like that chatting with somebody at one i point. was literally <laughs> chatting with somebody it's oh well, i don't know a bot or whatever i think it was a person though it had to be because the ants a, a very impressive bot if it was one yeah um it, it, just a lot of it was uh, you know, like, oh, try, um, you know, holding the power button while sneezing and lifting your right leg. Yep, we did that. <laughs> Didn't work, Jose. I don't know what else to tell you. Um, and it it came down to, well, it sounds like you need to get it serviced. Did you get a warranty for it? No, we did not get the warranty for it. So it sounds like that's going to cost you money. And I was like, it sounds like I'm going to throw this thing into the nearest lake because what it's going to cost to ship this and service it is not worth what the camera's worth at sure. this point. Um and uh, at no point would that camera turn back on. So we actually didn't get that last shot. Not that it mattered because everything was out of focus anyway. So we had mm -hmm. to reshoot it. But had everything been in focus, we didn't. We would not have been able to get that last shot. And it did finally turn on the next day as computer type things do. Anything yeah, with, just, just it decides fine. I'm going to turn on. I now, thought... Initially, I thought these look these cameras, the Sony's and a lot of the mirrorless cameras overheat, mm -hmm. and that that was an issue because it was warm it, out. It may be because we were but using. But we had it brought for like it in. Hours. I brought it into the shade and and let it cool down, and it just wouldn't turn on. Even hours later, it wouldn't turn on until the next day. So, so yeah, didn't turn on until the next day. So, um, a yay moment, right? The next day, because you're like, okay, great, the camera turned back on. That's wonderful. But um, I assure you, I will never trust this camera. So I'll never use this to film something yeah. unless it's like 20 minutes um, because I don't trust it. And that's what happens. Like it, you've complete that camera's completely lost my trust. I will never be able to trust that thing to not do that again. Yeah. So it's basically a still photography camera for us, which we always have one of. So that's what it's become. Mm -hmm. uh, but the point of getting that camera was to have something lightweight that we could get like decent video on for like skits or something you know not like film fest type stuff yeah. but like just something small that we're doing because the black magic is so heavy and now that's that's done because maybe for our stuff if it was short enough mm -hmm. but i would never film something for somebody else with that because i wouldn't trust it yeah. yeah um that's not good that's not a that's not a good thing and i mean yeah it it was warm out but the camera was never like in the sun as we'd said, and it's not like we left it running continuously for three hours. We kept like, you know, giving it time, like in between, just like letting it cool down, shutting it off. So it's not a good, wasn't a good feeling for me with that. Yeah. Also to mention that our, our flat screen Sony Bravia also told us to go kiss its ass mm -hmm. less than a year after buying it. 
In that case, again, I had to chat with Sony, then get somebody to actually that I was actually speaking to from Sony. We had to box up our television because it was a month away from the warranty. One month from the year that we bought it prior. Yeah. Saved us. They probably thought we were trying to run some scam or something because we were literally a month So away. what was happening was there was a very thin white line running straight that across. It wasn't that thin. It was at least a pixel or two. It's to me that's thin because yeah. I've seen when I when I was researching this and I was seeing what was happening to people's TVs, there were several like lines that were moving oh, as yeah, you yeah. were watching it. I mean, it was I guess in comparison to the crappy things that happened to te televisions, this was not as bad. But for I don't know, eight or nine hundred dollars that we spent on it, or thousand, I don't remember what we spent on it. But and for it being 11 months old, I was like, oh, you can kiss my ass with this. Like, there's just no <laughs> way. There's no way. So um, it turned out well only because this happened at 11 months. If this had happened at 12 months and two days, we would literally not have a time. We would have had to buy a new television or pay to have this thing serviced, yeah. Yeah. which is a joke. Um, so yes, it did work out. They gave us, uh, I'm air quoting new television. I would like to hope that it's new. Let's be real. It's likely not. And it's yeah. refurbished or sorry, was sitting on somewhere and you know, they were like, give them one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then immediately came the email of like, oh, do you want to extend your warranty for like a hundred and something dollars for the next two years? And it's really sad that I have to be like, maybe we do have to buy that. that. No, no. it's going to be up soon. And we have to like bite the bullet and decide whether we're going to pay for that. You really because... got to read those things, though, because there's... Holy crap. Well, I mean, I said to the woman, I was like, so, so this warranty that I got the email for, like if this happens again in two years, it's covered? And she was like, yeah. And I'm like, why do I not believe you? Yeah. Why do I not yeah. believe you? Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to do, but that's like... We were, we're like a Sony and Hyundai family. We've only owned Hyundais. Yeah. <laughs> and we only have Sony when it comes to audio and TV. Like I grew up with Sony's. It was like this weird thing in our house where like that was where, that was the only thing we would buy. Yeah. Um, and so I've continued that in my adult life. And uh, like everything else, I'm going to sound like I'm 90 years old. Um, just things are not made like they used to be made. My Sony that we replaced for this one there was nothing wrong with it. It was just an old, like an old Bravia. Yeah. But she was a beautiful gal. She did nothing wrong. And served, we had that TV well. for like, what, a decade? A long time, yeah. With no problems. We had that TV for 10 years with no problems. We mm -hmm. got this TV in 11 months. It was like, I'm dying. Yeah. I don't they feel don't good. like they used to. Our TV turned into a Victorian child yeah. <laughs> 11 months after purchase, purchasing it. I was like, oh, this is this is just garbage. Um, so I don't know. Between that and the camera, Sony, <laughs> you're really, you're skating on thin ice with me. Yeah. Um, like, what are the odds that yeah. it's like, oh, this, it, oh, no, that was just like a, yeah. a coincidence. Yeah. And we know there's going to be millions of people that are, that listen to the show obviously a um but that will <laughs> that will be like yeah i've had a sony for 20 years and it never failed me and that's yeah because you've had a sony that was made 20 years ago yeah. that's my point is that well, a no, sony there's, there's th let's have this conversation in 20 years yeah. with what you've bought now and well see i'm if just your pointing TV out that, it's, that it's anecdotal right i mean it's you know it's it doesn't look good for sony for us because we're like there's two issues in the course in a of month. like a month <laughs> in one that we month. had with their products but you know I'm sure there's people that can attest to having multiple 
products by them that have lasted forever is all I'm Fine. saying. Fine. I'm just saying that if they become the LG and Samsung of, yeah. you know, televisions with their refrigerators and stuff, like, forget it. Um, all right. So that that was our experience. Oh, uh, I didn't even get to the whole point because I was just rambling on. Um, you uploaded your video and... Um, of course, in like typical overachiever fashion, had a shit ton of views like within the first 10 minutes. Um, and uh, within 20 minutes of putting your video up, you'd been accepted to Super Rare. I don't know like how easy that is to do. I because, you know, well, I, I, because I think you're a genius and you're just my beautiful little angel. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say like that almost never happens because you're perfect. It's happened. There's been but... people that have put up their videos, which have been good as well. Um, that have been then been accepted based off that video mm -hmm. having a good response. I, d I don't know the, I can't speak to the, um, uh, uh, you know, the, the view Acceptance counts or, yeah, or, or any of that stuff. I know there was somebody recently, like last week, maybe that did that. They had a, I watched the video. I thought it was really good. He had a lot of really great work on it. And then he got accepted based off that video. So, um, look at I you mean, guys and go and his work, you know, it's not like it's look, it's well, yeah, not you like, can have a great video and terrible exactly, work. They're not going to accept you. A lot of people focus on the video. Like this is so crazy. This is so cool. Blah, blah, blah. But it's like, if the work that I showed sucked, I, I probably wouldn't have been accepted. You know, yeah. I would like to hope so because you know, if, if all they're caring about is viralness, I mean, yeah, that's lame, but it's, you know, there's people that submit the old way and they hold their, literally hold their phone to their faces and, and say who they are and what they do and that sort of thing and they've been accepted just fine too so mm -hmm. you know it's it's i don't know i wanted to go a little bit above and beyond because i don't know how not to <laughs> because you're you yeah that's how you roll um um yeah so and it's fun you know it's fun we got to go out and yeah, shoot together we got to and shoot so and, and, and use the actually use the camera and stuff and so while it was working initially and know. so speaking of um that um amber Mm -hmm. has been doing quite well it really has and i don't like i'm not sh i don't remember selling my soul but i might have you know i i'm known to talk in my sleep who knows what i conjured up uh i'm not sure what's going on we're gonna we're gonna ride this melt for as long as we possibly can because who wouldn't mm -hmm. um i'm expecting for things to absolutely crash and burn at some point yeah. <laughs> because when when did this has never happened it's also, it's a cruel irony that it seems to be whatever we put the least amount of effort into always does well. we well. put a good amount of effort into that. I mean, <laughs> sure, but no, not really. Like that, it was unscripted. This is the second thing, third thing. I think, you know, there is, there's, well, there needs to be a point in my life. but you knew what you were going to say. You know, sure, like, but I mean, there needs to be a point in my life is what I'm where, where I realize that, uh, you know, when I write things, it doesn't go well. And uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, what kind of writer you are? I'm the kind of writer that barely writes. That's where my success is. Mm -hmm. When I think of an idea and sort of outline it in my brain and then maybe write down four sentences to remind me of where I was going in the story, that seems to be what does well. Um, we did well. This is the third thing that we've done well with that really, well, I mean, this didn't have a script. There was no it was improv. There was no script for right. it. I mean, it was improv. Um, clapboard was improv. We didn't have, I mean, we had, 
it was written out in the sense that it was like, oh, there'll be a scene of us doing stuff here. There'll be a scene of us doing stuff there. But the stuff that we were doing, we didn't discuss. We just did it and then kind of like fed off of one another. Um, same thing with Chronicles. Yeah. That was like, uh, you know, we're just like, everybody go. Mm -hmm. like, just follow my lead. And that's what the other two actors did. And it did really well. Actually, four things because then um neptune also there was no script for it. it was just like we're gonna go out and do stuff um i need you to understand that obviously i'm a terrible writer but no. you just won't accept you're an award-winning writer first <laughs> so of all here we are Can we, we relax um, on that a little bit no because our six i'm an award award-winning writer for a film that really did not do well for us well just because it was long too, too i would long, i short. would take I would absolutely t take not getting awards for writing uh, if if our stuff was doing well. Like, I don't care if I get an award oh, as yeah. long as something Nobody. does well. Most people don't care. I mean, some people do. Lots of people but, care. Um, I don't we know don't why, care about I don't awards. Care. And, you know, it's just a matter of is our stuff resonating with people? That's that's well, that's that's the award for us. Right. If someone's like, hey, I liked your film. It's like. Awesome. It's always silly stuff. And this is where um, I'm have I'm having such a weird crisis where I keep it pisses me off because everybody's like, do comedy. And I'm like, I don't write comedy. I don't like writing. It's not that I don't like comedy. It's that I don't like writing comedy. And then everything comedic that we do does well. And it's like, why? Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the Internet, right? They want short, uh... funny or short. They want short stuff that is. A genre right you could have a short funny film or a short sci-fi or short action or <clears throat> i don't consider yeah. myself a comedic actor though and so it's like but you're a funny person so that yeah, but your comedic timing sure, is kind you, of that's inherent. subjective first of all but um i just like performing in like dramatic stuff and thrillers yeah. and darker stuff so it's like it gives me the sads a little bit as an actor because i'm like oh my god like you know there's that thing like where you're like look you an actor gets pigeonholed and they find their their niche in that. Like, you're not going to not do it, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to do it because it's work, right? But that's not what you love to do. It's like a lot of a lot of comedic actors, a lot of dramatic actors, actually. It's the opposite. A lot of dramatic actors will often say that they wish they could do, like, rom-coms because they yeah. never get cast for that. Yeah. They're always cast as villains. Grass dark, is always greener. You know, yeah. dark characters. Um, and the same thing with comedians. We see comedians and we're like, uh that's weird. What are they doing in this dark, dramatic movie? And they usually do really well in it. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to like I'm I'm not going to be like, oh, I'd rather not act than be in comedies. I love comedies. I'm a silly ass. But it's yeah. just as an actress, I'm it's ironic that I'm the least um, confident in my comedic performances. Mm. But yet for some reason that seems to do I wish I felt as confident as it seems to be doing. I don't. Right. Well, I mean, I think a lot of that, too, with your, you know, I think you're great in both and, and you've been praised for both. Um, but I feel like with the comedies, it's a little it's more forgiving. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, not that anything's bad, obviously, but I feel like people are going to be more the, the the film itself is going to garner more attention because it's short and it's silly. So then that would bring more attention to your performance versus something like A Vital Sign where you know it's nobody's gonna sit through that you know especially on the internet because it's like it's over it's 20 true. minutes you know um, well let's based on the, if it was like a if it was like a seven minute short then yeah we probably would it would have done way better let's just add a little something here um i am under no 
I like there there's there's no way in my brain that I think that this is doing well because of my amazing performance. Uh, the film so far has won Best VFX in the Real Film Fest, and I know 100% that if it does well awards-wise, if there another one comes, it's going to likely be effects. We knew this going in. I mean, that was kind of the lure of like putting like a C, you know, like a CG character in there because yeah. people like that stuff, you know. So yeah. um, I I wrote around that. Like that was the whole point. That was the whole point, right? I guess I could say, but like you know, the 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 synopsis for it, I came up with based on the CG. So it very much is about the CG and, you know, I'm just kind of like going along with it. Um, and I'm okay with that. You know, you've been doing this for a very long time. And again, I don't know, is this like, you know, mommy thinks that her kid's the, the prettiest kid in the room? I don't know. Um, but well, well, we both fall into that I category. think that, you know, you, you do, you, your work is amazing. So it's like, if that's what gets it attention, like, great. I don't, I don't care, but it's just like, you know, I don't want people thinking like, oh, it's doing well because of my stellar performance. <laughs> it's not. It's because of the CG work. And that was the whole point. So like, we're good with that. Um, it's been accepted to two more. Uh, well, it one reel, it's been accepted into another one. So that's six so far that it's mm, been yep. involved in. Um, we haven't gotten a rejection yet. I am stressing the yet. Yeah. It's coming, but we just haven't gotten it yet. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else, like, I don't know what else is going on. We haven't had time to really watch stuff, so we actually don't have anything to review this episode. So we're just kind of going through the things that have been happening to us yep. over the past week. I do want to get into a bit of uh, more of, of the uh, LaBeouf's drama because, wow, it's been a week for the LaBeouf's. Yeah. So I, I would like for this, like, I want anyone listening to know that this is what is going on out there do you hear that yeah <laughs> neighbors doing something with something rusty awesome um i want for this to be less of like a gossip column piece because there's enough of that right there's sure. there's a gajillion tiktoks and videos and articles about you know the 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 drama and yeah. the the he the, said this then yeah she said the that. gossip aspect of it i do want to talk about how this affects the business so i mean anyone who hasn't been following several things have happened um all involving shia labeouf uh, one of them was like during the uh i don't know i guess like the the press for his next film that he's in where he plays a priest um, you know, he's converted to Catholicism because that's clearly the only way to play a character, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, let's hope he never plays a serial killer. Right. Um, right. Or, or a rapist or something because, uh, you know. Well, it, you could argue this, he's been doing some of that research already. Well, we don't know that. Aww. I don't know. Um, uh, you know, the this method approach of like tattooing your body to be a character and I, I don't I don't understand any of it yeah. it it's just too much and then I personally find it to be unnecessary but like whatever floats your boat um and then for me the the more massive stories are a that he admitted that the abuse aspect of honey boy was completely fabricated this is a massive massive thing for survivors uh, hollywood yeah. and well no i'm well obviously yeah i mean that's that's we're gonna get into all that but i just mean like the 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 this like sort of this trickery and this veil that you know a film can can bring with it 
and then just sort of like insinuate something. And then all of a sudden there's press and there's file, you know, and that was the whole point. Um, I guess the only thing that, I mean, it's not, it's not crediting him with anything, but it's like, I guess, thanks for being honest about it. Finally. I don't know. I, yeah. I think a lot of people would have just taken, I don't know if he was at, at risk of being, you know, outed with uh, it. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know what the intention was. He, he, he confessed all this on John Bernthal's podcast and I, it just like for me, it's, it's so incredibly unfortunate because we talked about this last week with Sky Borgman on, you know, there's such a narrow window for films that have these types of uh, messages in them. Any type of abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, parental, whatever, you know, whatever, ha like what have you. Um, it's very scary. And it's something that I've never tackled a documentary about my experiences in my life because I'm afraid of getting it wrong and completely losing people. Yeah. Such it's a small window to get people's attention yep. with that. So it's so unfortunate when somebody, not saying it would have been okay if he was an unknown, but like you're famous. You didn't need to do that. Yeah. I could see, um, and again, not saying it's okay, but I could see an unknown fabricating a story to sort of get their foot in the door and then finding out like, oh, they lied about it to get sure. funding or yeah. something. Um, I don't understand. I mean, look, he made this movie during uh, a very, his still in his maniacal state and drug use and whatever the hell it is, alcohol abuse or whatever that he was um, using. So there's going to be the argument of whether he was in the correct state of mind to really. But like, come on, you you acted in this film like you couldn't have been blasted the entire time. There yeah. was moments where you obviously knew what you were doing was wrong. His father's problematic already. He does have I believe he uh, he's a well, not only I know that he was a, a sexual offender. He'd been in prison for it. Um, he's got a whole lot of issues. Nobody's saying he was uh, an ideal parent by any means, but he's got enough. His actions have dug him in a hole deep enough. He didn't need to then have this added to it, that he was an abusive parent, yeah. physically abusive parent when he wasn't. Um, I, I think that's so much of the things we've heard. And again, a lot of it is, look, we can't prove it, right? I can't prove that Shia LaBeouf shot dogs to prepare for his role. I can't prove that. That's an allegation that was made mm -hmm. by his ex along with others. Um, I will never be able to prove that. And so is it fair for me to judge his character based on that? No. If there had been no other um, complaints made about him and she just randomly said that, I'd be like, am I going to stop watching his films? Because it doesn't strike me as the kind... Like if you told me that Keanu Reeves... Uh, you know, like strangles cats, I'd be like, I have a really hard time believing that. The man anything's, is a national treasure. <laughs> anything's possible. But I, I'm, I'm going to need, I'm going to need to think about this a little bit more. But when you have years upon years upon years and, and just a plethora of stories of how uh, extreme he was on set drinking moonshine and get, you know, he's so dangerously method. It's not hard to be like, I guess I could see that, you yeah. know, whether it's whether it's true or not. Yeah. So it it at this point it's it, it sets a tone that was already very dark for me. Mm -hmm. Um, there was a he was problematic in a lot of ways. So that just didn't help whether it's true or not. It doesn't help. But for me, it's like I don't want to say that somebody does not have the right to improve their life. So if he can actually look back on the things that he's done 
and see the issue and improve his life. I hope he does that for him. But as an audience, it shouldn't matter what we think. Mm -hmm. If you really want to improve your life, it shouldn't matter if you ever make a movie again, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I guess that, you know, a lot of people are like on this inspirational uh, bandwagon of like, you know, oh, he's he's saying the wrong. I'm like, that's great for him. Well, he's an actor also. Yeah, he's also an actor. And that's great <laughs> for him. I hope that works for it. Love that for you, as they say. And he's a decent actor, too, unfortunately. Listen, Shia LaBeouf is a very good actor. I'm not going to take that from him. He's actually an, an incredibly good actor. He's he's it. That was what started making this this downward spiral so sad because it was like, oh, fuck, man. Like, he's such a good actor. He is very good. This isn't like Franco. Yeah. OK, we're on top of being an asshole. You're not even good. That good. You know what I mean? Leto, you gave us one performance. The rest of them, I, I got nothing. Yeah. You know, so it's like he is actually a very good actor. Shia is a very good actor. Um, but. You know, it, it's just, it's hard. Like I've said before, I, I can't watch his stuff because I don't believe him anymore. Like, I don't yeah. believe that you're thing, actually the, a good person. Well, the thing with him is, you know, I have I didn't watch the John Bernthal interview. I, I've seen bits and pieces of it. But, you know, just seeing him talk, he's very good at kind of um, selling an idea, right? And, mm -hmm. and, and convincing you that. Because he talks eloquently, right? Like he's like he talks like a like a you know like a like a street person, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that was the oldest thing you yeah. have ever said. He talks like like a hoodlum. Yeah. But you know um, he has. But he, but he, he but he but he but he has. <laughs> but when when the words that he says are, are you know resonate with people and stuff, and you can understand where he's coming from, but they're just words, right? And that goes back to me saying that he's a good actor and. He may believe those things at the moment that he's saying them, mm. but um, all good actors do, right? But you know, it's 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 easy to fall into the trap of wanting somebody to to better themselves, mm -hmm. and and especially if it's somebody that you may have known, like if John Bernthal or 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 um, <clears throat> anybody else that that he's worked with knew him before things got crazy. It's it's easy to kind of like hope that that person gets better and trying to see the good in that. Um, and so I think that kind of, you know, is, is a trap that is easy. And look, it's not to say that he's genuine this time. I don't, we don't know the guy, like who the hell knows what's going to happen, but we don't know anybody that we don't know. That's yeah. the point. And so I'm interested to see what happens, but I, I, I I'm, I'm with you. Like, it's just, I, I don't, it's a little tainted for me. Yeah, exactly. And, and I feel like, when you have him in a film, it becomes more about the circus that he that he the 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 baggage that he brings versus the actual film. And so, you know, which I find, uh, which I, I I'm pretty sure we've talked about before. I, I find really um, I find really dishonest and kind of gross um, when people cast actors that they know are problematic because they know that they're going to have like this this complete breakdown on set and give them this crazy performance but it's like what is happening to that person you're just completely disregarding what this role is doing to that person knowing that they're unhinged because you just want to get that performance mm -hmm. it's pretty gross um you know i i guess um uh through all his street talk if you will uh the, the street person that he is <laughs> <laughs> um what 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 gets me is that he would he would so he see he'd lay down a fact and then immediately jump onto the next thing like oh that woman who i lost my virginity to i held a knife to her throat so then when i went to utah i'm like hold on <laughs> like just 
you know, shift it back. Yeah. What was that now? Like that, how is that just something you glaze over in a comment as one does, you know, I yeah, mean, yeah. who hasn't held a knife to the person they lost their virginity to for Christ's sake. Right. Um, and so it's that kind of thing. That where old it's just, story. That old story. <laughs> um, so it, it, it gets, it gets difficult, but let's just move on from that. That's his personal life, whatever it's his business. I just you know, I don't feel the same. I guess it's, I, I have to see where his life goes and what happens. And, uh, I, I don't know if I'll watch something with him again. Anyway, were this uh, now uh, certainly not pro Shia, but ironically in in his favor is the entire that thing that's that went on with Olivia Wilde. So there for for months we've seen, you know, things about how he got fired from uh Don't Worry My Darlings, is that yeah, something the my name darling. of it? Um yeah. something about darlings. Um I've I want, I wanted to see this too because I saw the trailer for a while back and I, you know it was like Florence Pugh so I was like oh this is and actually what threw me off was Harry Styles I was like oh fuck but you know it's just like all right Florence Pugh how did he get the role well I think he got that before all that anyway but uh, see again this is gonna I I don't want this to be like a gossip column but we'll get into all of this um so basically you know he had been cast for the part this right away start it's a little bit weird when you think about it so I was in because I was like Florence Pugh great Olivia Wilde, awesome. Like, she is a good director. I love, you know, I I, I love a lot of things that she does. And okay, great. And but, we need more but, female directors, obviously. Well, that's the thing is that there are lots of female directors. Like when well, people say this, well, and famous ones. Well, that because, that are that are being once, given good opportunities yeah, and budgets. Studios, and stuff. unfortunately, which are run by misogynists, it's, it seems these days. Um, you know, once they start seeing that female directors can make money because that's all they don't care about the artistic side of it no but once they see that female filmmakers are marketable (laughs) then they'll start opening up those opportunities and unfortunately until we upheave the system which we absolutely should do um that's kind of the 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 hand we're dealt and so anytime somebody with clout i guess can can uh, uh enter the scene that's always a positive thing yeah um, I should also I should also start by saying that if we like not to jump on the the feminist soapbox here, but I'm going to anyway. Um, if we were to have flipped the switch here, I don't even think that this would be a big deal. Quite honestly, if we took all of this, flipped oh, if it was it, a male director, if this oh, was yeah. a female actress that was problematic, yep, um, or even male, whatever, and this and sh- and she was male, I don't even think this would. I mean, yeah, like, you know, little outlets would throw it out here and here. Like, people on TikTok would bring it up. But, like, it wouldn't be – it wouldn't even really be an issue. Yeah. So I do want to say that it, that 100% a lot of this has to do with Olivia Wilde being a woman in the business. Um, but this is where it becomes so disappointing. Again, that's not to make it right. No, it's I'm just, just I'm yeah. just stating the irony in that, you yep. know, that, that that is a reality that I'm aware of. But it is it – is, exceptionally disappointing as a woman in this business because I'm like, God, we are not allowed to mess up. No, yeah. You cannot mess up like this. You have to be on your A, you have to bring your A game to everything yeah. when you are directing as a woman in this business because it there's a fine tooth comb that they will go through every issue with every little thing that's gone on your set. You are under the microscope yeah. for Meanwhile, everything. The whole entire industry was practically born from 
men taking advantage problematic of problematic shit you like know, yeah just like the, completely the directors yeah. and actors producers and actors exactly, and actresses exactly. especially you know but you know we are unfortunately at a time where we do still have to like dot our i's and cross our t's because we're under the microscope um it's really disappointing first of all i didn't i actually didn't know anything about that this was supposed to be shia i thought this was always yeah. harry styles i didn't know that um, and so then the question now comes up where I'm like, okay, way. this is weird because Shia didn't suddenly become problematic. Yeah. He's been known to be problematic. Yeah. So why did you want him in this film in the first place? So we're, we've already hit like strike one where I'm like that you wanted Shia LaBeouf so badly is kind of suspect. Yeah. What's that's, going that's on the there? Thing. It's like, it's one thing if, if you're like, well, he, he is problematic, but he's a good actor and he's right for this role. And so maybe we can make it work in some way. Um, but it's almost like none of that mattered. It's like, I, I, I would need you in this film. Well, like, no, I mean you? for her specifically, because she's such, you know, she, she's, she's such a mouthpiece for women in the business. So it's like, as a woman, as a, as a, as a clear feminist in this business, why the hell would you ever want to work with Shia LaBeouf? This is yeah. just, this is weird to Was be James Franco with. unavailable? I mean, seriously, <laughs> like what the fuck? It's a very strange choice. Um, to begin with, being who she is yeah, yeah. And, and speaking out the way that she has and being so for women, it's like, why would you want to work with this dude anyway? Um, secondly, strike two, we've got lying about firing him. You know, I mean, again, it's like with his that he has enough against him. He's done enough damage on his own. He doesn't need you to lie about firing him because you have a no asshole policy well then what are you doing on set man because you seem to be quite an asshole and i'm gonna i'm listen i no filters here i i will not excuse somebody's behavior because they're a fellow woman fuck that mm-hmm. everybody gets called out okay if you're being an asshole you get I'm calling out you get, you get called out. out um and so that's like yeah, for him to and like this isn't something that got doctored there's an there's a video of her mug, Shia, 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 and then just completely like this weird, the tone, Miss Flow. a lot of people didn't like that. I didn't either. I didn't like that I either. didn't appreciate that. That really that. upset me. Like, this is a wake-up call. I, a wake-up call. Yeah, I was kind of curious as <laughs> like, to what that is. Like, does that mean that she, like, from a genuine standpoint, I was, like, curious as, like, does that mean that she was, that, that Florence Pugh was, like, not happy with working with him but then the wake-up call is that you have to work with people you don't like or do you know what i mean i I, I, I guess for me it was the context that we'll never know to me yeah we'll never, we'll never know, know. But, but the but, way it came off but the, don't mess with ford's pew she's, uh, <laughs> she's she's look the way it came off without having context right she's the way a great it, actor. it came off to me was like not like that she'd have to learn how to work with somebody that she didn't like but that she needed to get over herself Sure. That's how it came off to me. I could be completely wrong and probably yeah. am, but that's that's how it sounded, which was kind of ick. The part that actually bothered me more, as condescending as the whole Miss Flow thing was, was saying that if we could get her to really commit and work hard or whatever it was she said, excuse me, listen, Florence Pugh doesn't need anybody's permission to steal the show. Yeah. It's not if Florence Pugh is the lead in something, she's going to take the attention away from everybody else. She does not need your encouragement to take things more seriously. To be fair, I mean, I'm just kind of like if we're starting to compare things, I 100 percent would consider Florence Pugh more successful than Olivia Wilde. Sure. Yeah. So I found that really from an actor standpoint. Yeah. 
yeah, from an actress standpoint. Yeah. yeah, she hasn't directed, but I'm saying like Olivia Wilde was once an actress. Yep. You know, and Florence Pugh in a much shorter amount of time is far more successful an actress than Olivia Wilde ever was. So it's like, what are you, like, are you doling out advice? Like, She doesn't yeah. need it. I can assure you yeah. she's got her shit together and she's good to go. Um, you know, th there's just a lot of stuff that's come out. Like, I wasn't aware that, you know, Olivia Wilde is very good friends with Amber Heard, so that just doesn't make things any better. Mm. Um, to my knowledge, you know, Olivia Wilde came into this business uh, well off. Mm-hmm family was well off i think had connections to steven spielberg or something so it's it's not you didn't struggle you, know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you weren't dragging your way into the you know to the top i mean you certainly had the, the door held open for you which is fine if you do good things with it yeah. but this is not looking good yeah um and it's it's just so unfortunate because i don't understand lying especially when it could be so easily debunked and yeah. was i mean boom one video and it was like oh so you lied <laughs> like yeah. I didn't, um, I, and I didn't, I know there was tons of emails that he released as well, and I didn't, and text messages maybe too. But, I, yeah, I didn't look I didn't into those. I didn't read into those, but apparently there's some stuff in those that isn't the greatest either, but I didn't want to go down the whole gossipy thing. <sighs> For me, this is more about um, the state of filmmaking and, and, and the behind the scenes that goes on on sets and, and to pull films together and dealing with problematic actors because that is that is a reality it's not like mm -hmm. a huge thing we've never you know we've been knock on wood we've been lucky enough that we haven't had that issue or anything any cast member right. or crew member we, we've been very very lucky um but well, it just well yeah <laughs> we I mean, had one little for the but misstep but nothing but, major. you know there's it's in in the comparatively it's mm -hmm. nothing right uh, um and um so that's that's what's intriguing to me is to see that these bigger films and these famous people, quote unquote, still have issues that they're dealing with, mm -hmm. you know, personality issues, finance issues. This obviously under the guise of uh, personality issues with actors and crew members and and how something like this can really do. Because now this film is tainted with this whole gossipy thing. 100%. You know, and, and I so, really did want to see this which film. Which sucks for and I will. Florence Pugh, which sucks for the people that shot it, edited it edited it um you know um and so that to me is is the real kind of tragic thing of it all you know because look Florence Pugh will be fine <laughs> she's <laughs> she's gonna be you know she's a great actor she'll be fine um and um Olivia Wilde will probably be fine too to be honest but um as she should be because yeah she's not the greatest person maybe based on this but I think I think that to your point, if this was a guy, it wouldn't be a big deal at all. So why should it be a big deal if it's a woman? Yeah, I mean, you know? if we have just as much of a problem with it if it was a guy, obviously. We're not going to even but... out the plane anytime soon. So I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not one to cancel her for this. But I do think that transparency is really important. And if you are treating people like shit, and you yeah. are siding with people that have been known to be problematic, then that should be. Yeah. That should be, uh, the, you know, uh, public information. I mean, people should know what's going on. And um, I think, you know, furthermore, like, look, the, the, that's the thing. The whole thing, people are jumping on, like, the Sudeikis thing. I'm like, oh, can you imagine what kind of wife? That's irrelevant. That's their personal life. That's her personal life. Is it a good look to mess around and sleep with your, ca uh, your cast and crew? No, it is not. Okay, this is not a good look. It's not, it's unprofessional. It makes people feel weird, especially when you're married. 
So this isn't like, oh, because, you know, women, same thing with a dude. All right. This happened with uh, Kristen Stewart and what's his face, right? Yeah. He was married. All this is going out. That's going to be really weird for the people on that set to know like, this, the, this person that is Christian, married. That Kristen, that Kristen Stewart, Stewart got, got. But the director. The director was like, what? I Like, hello, I don't remember his name. I don't either. I was I just going to say that. I don't fucking remember the guy's name, right? Because it was irrelevant. But it was like, he oh, Kristen that, Stewart. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was the filmmaker that did that second Woods I don't know what I'm talking about. Forget know. it. Um, so, you know, it like, is that, is that a, you know, is it shitty to, to cheat on your spouse who is visiting you on set with another person that's <laughs> on set? 100%. But that has nothing to do with filmmaking. Sure. That's just, so that's their, yeah. that's their, that's their private shit. I'm not in their marriage. That's not, not my they're, business. They're not hurting anybody, right? If cheating well, is <laughs> cheating, look, you're hurting your spouse well, you, and your children. Well, you know what I mean? Like, yes, but, but that's, you know, that's, I no, just but mean it's it uncomfortable. Like, on, yeah, like yeah. if I'm working, if I'm if I'm your first AD, and your husband is on set, and I've just seen you sucking face with with one of your actors somewhere, that's fucking weird. That's uncomfortable. But yeah. you're creating an environment on set that is that it, that is unfair. That's very unfair, and it's unprofessional. Like keep your shit over there. To my understanding, because again, I don't know all the details. He was cast prior. There was another thing that she said. Uh, now it, I just remembered it. Ding, light bulb. Um, apparently he was given the part before they started messing around. Um, and then people talking about the age difference. I'm like, I know you're not talking about age yeah, differences in this fucking fuck business. First of all, they're only 10 years apart, which in this business is nothing. Okay. <laughs> so, Leo, I'm talking to you, baby. I love you, but what the fuck? Um, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. You know, so like there's, there's that. Um, you know, it just... Like, that's their business. And even that, like, I just because everybody does about Leonardo DiCaprio. But it's like, he's not dating 16-year-olds. He's dating, he's dating women that are of age. That's his preference for whatever reason. It is it is it disappointing as a as a woman that's the same age of him as him and has followed him through his career? Yeah, because it's like, what the hell, man? Yeah. But he's not committing a crime. Right. You know, like, people acting like he's, you know, dating children in junior high school. Like, they, yeah. they, they're in their 20s. Like, they, they're old enough to do what they're doing so yeah. that's their business um that is their business as well it's just like i was perplexed by harry styles like who was like you know who needs to be in this harry styles people saying like oh he did pretty good in uh, was it 1917 no not 1917 um oh oh god uh the uh <sighs> that movie just completely it just it brain farted straight out of my head did the i other, watch it yeah we saw it in the theater oh did we <laughs> I don't, uh, it must have left a, quite an impact on me. I mean, it was a good movie, but I remember when it came out, we were like, uh, Dunkirk, fucking, hey. Oh, Dunkirk. So, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I remember it being, a lot of people being like, what the hell's yeah, Harry Styles sure doing? Yeah, I'm sure he's a good actor. But that's the thing is, he did better than we expected Harry Styles to do, but that doesn't mean he's a great actor. It just means he did better than we expected him to do. How you suddenly, how you're playing the spouse of Florence Pugh. Of the pew, mm. you get. Pew. How, how did you get to the Le Pew? <laughs> like pew. you got to work your way up to that. I'm sorry, you can't go Dunkirk and then fly into the Le Pew. Like that's not happening. Yeah. Um. And I, look, I haven't seen it. Maybe he'll blow my socks off. I don't know. But what I did not appreciate was Olivia Wilde praising him for allowing her to shine again. Let's just reiterate this. Did she Florence need, did Pugh she, did she need permission? does not need 
anyone's permission to steal a scene or an entire film, which I'm sure she will do here. So it's a bucket of yuck to hear a ally, as she would consider herself, to women in this business, praising her boyfriend for, you know, stepping aside and allowing his co-star to shine. Suck it. Oh, wait, for allowing Florence Pugh to shine or for allowing Olivia Wilde? Oh, yeah. No, she's fine. She'll be fine. (laughs) Listen, that was never, there was no, in no scenario in this timeline on earth was Harry uh, Harry Styles going to steal the show from her. (laughs) There's no, no, at no no universe. At no point. No multiverse, no universe. It wasn't happening. You can go into the deepest, <laughs> the blackest black hole that exists, and not even in there would Harry Styles have stolen the show if Lauren, if with Florence Pugh involved. Mm-hmm. It's just a fact. So I, it's it it's just it's a, it's a very icky, you know, to to see someone going down that that road that like really was kind of like creating leaps and bounds in the business for women, and you know. Uh, <sighs> it's just like it's not fair that we have to be so perfect all the time i assure you olivia wilde is not the first director in history to have messed around with their (laughs) co-stars uh no ma'am it has happened many a time that's the thing right is like it's not cool but how many male directors have messed around with their coast with their with their actors or actresses it's unfathomable <laughs> that number and it's then, like a sport at this point. And, it's like a national pastime yeah. in hollywood and i'm not saying that you know it's that she shouldn't be treated the same way as if, if if a guy did it because i would feel the same way about her doing it as i would a guy doing it but um it's like the you see you see the attention that's brought on this versus the attention that would yeah. be brought on I didn't, I wasn't like, aghast. Like, like we said before, couldn't even remember the director's name right. that did it. So I wasn't like, aghast because she did it. I was aghast because I was like, fuck, this is going to, this is going to, yeah, yeah. this is going to leave such a this stain. This is going to set us back. This is going to set us back. Yeah. This is so it's disappointing. Sad, yeah. It sucks, but that is, that is the reality. Anyway, that is our episode for today. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it just... It's it's been it's it's been a, a very busy week, especially for the, around this uh, this this drama. Yeah. Um, and it, it's it's less about these actual people than it is, you know, just the business. Yeah. And um, you know whether whether you have the clout or not, like don't make adding that kind of drama to your set. I think it's so counterproductive. I I can't understand as an as a director why you would want to add that stress to it. Yeah. Like it just seems so unnecessary. Yeah. Um. You know, and I mean, like, look, don't be a hypocrite. And you, like, you don't... obviously have Shia LaBeouf's number, so you can call him. Like, look, I need to say that I fired you. And you're already a mess. And you're like, <laughs> so... can you just can you just take this one for the team? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you're not even like covert about it. Uh, I'm gonna need to. You're say not even some like things. a good liar, which I guess is good for us, but. <laughs> um. Anyway, so uh, we are going uh, next week. We are going to have a filmmaker, Ben Richardson, on. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's got a short film called A Little Dead. So go check that out. Um, I think I saw it on Short of the Week. Okay. I can't remember. Um, But um, go check that out because we'll we'll be talking to him. And um, 
we will be releasing that next week because we will actually be in Virginia for the um, Skyline, Skyline Film, film Fest. Festival. Um, so we're excited for that to actually go to a film festival. We're going to go in person. Yeah. We have to be around other people. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, Can't but wait to get COVID. Tune in, to, <laughs> tune in for that one. Shout out. MoGraph. MoGraph. And, uh, you know, we adore you and stuff. And we'll see you next week with Bye. a guest. Bye. Bye. Bye.